Welcome to the Words with Wade podcast. Founder of Uncut Media Group, a hip-hop blogger with over 10 years experience, editor-in-chief of UncutMagazine.net, he's Wade Blogs. Pokemon Go expert, comic book fan, and an overall wildcard, she's Ari. Founder, artist, and CEO of A-Game Records, he's G-Li. And now, here's your host, Wade Bloggs. What up, what up, what up? Welcome to the Words with Wade podcast episode... Why didn't I ask y'all this before? 53? 53. 53. I, of course, am your host, Wade Blogs, a.k.a. Mr. Quid Pro Quo, a.k.a. The... Wait for... Wade Blogs. Uh, joining me as always, Ari, a.k.a. Pumpkin Spice, a.k.a. First Lady, a.k.a. Ari. <laughs> Ari. <laughs> what up, A? What's up, y'all? And from Parts Unknown. Parts Unknown. G <laughs> is, is, is here. He's not in the building. I always say G's in the building, right? But G right. is here. <laughs> so what we like to do every, every episode with us um, is we recap everyone's week. <coughs> um, so as always, first ladies first. A, how was your week? Well... As you just heard my cough distantly. I'm still sick. Still sick. Still sound like shit. But you know what? It's all good. It's all good. It's all good. Um, I've been searching apartments all week. Everything's been a bit of a blur. Um, I drove over 100 miles back and forth going to work different sites this week. I mean, I know I get it on my next check, like my check after next or whatever, but it's like, really, bruh? <laughs> I need that button, bruh. Bruh, yes. <laughs> um, I ain't ashamed. So uncut, you already know that y'all have y'all weeks where y'all broke as shit. <laughs> so this was one of the weeks I was broke as shit. I think I got like twenty eight, thirty dollars mm. for like until next Friday. Mm. So well, I I <laughs> you know, anything. the creative meals get on deck. You know, stuff like that, because you already know ain't nothing like in a black person household when somebody broke, y'all had the best meals on the table. Listen, let me tell you something. Oh, yeah. When I was, when, back in the days when I used to get broke, like super broke, my lunch like every day was like a honey bun and a Pepsi. Mm. <laughs> it was like my lunch, like, and that, that helped me. I was good, you know? Oh, my God. <laughs> I'm so glad those days are over. <laughs> Man. <laughs> Nah, because we got creative with the family. So it's like, you know, chicken chili, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, big bowls of spaghetti, like stuff that's going to last you. Mm-hmm. And so when, so we got um, spaghetti squash, green beans, and then I'm going to put chicken thighs in the crock pot. Mm-hmm. That should last for a couple of days. And then. Oh, that should sound good, though. I know, right? Oh, yeah. I mean, like I said, I did go to the grocery store. That's where I spent majority of my money. But I'd rather spend money at the grocery store than to spend money going out to eat well here's the thing you're not really yeah. broke though if you if you 
you got food in the house. Like that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like I got twenty eight dollars, but now is the time that you know everybody want to invite you to the parties and stuff. These the are parties facts. that cost money. These are facts. Um, shade extra yeah, money. Very true. These for are facts. no reason. Yeah, when you get to a party, you pay money and don't do anything. Yeah, these are facts. Right. Um. Yeah. Shade. <laughs> no shade on my side, but shade. I'm just saying. Just saying. Because for the broke people, shade. <laughs> you want to party too, man. You got to make life decisions. Like, I'm do just I... saying, broke people want to party too. <laughs> you got to be like, do I need to eat today? Right. <laughs> just go to a party. Like, nah. Uh-uh. Because <laughs> the party said they're going to have food and you don't eat because you don't want to spend your money because you got to spend it to go there. Nah, son. Or the food that you don't eat, like me. Like, I don't eat certain Thank things. Thank you. Yeah. yeah. I don't eat a lot of stuff. I can't have lettuce, raw fruits, and veg. Like, nah. Yeah, I, I completely understand what you're saying. Completely. Or everybody has something fried. I can't eat that either. So it's like, well, what's the purpose in going and spending that much money? Completely overstand. Mm. <laughs> overstand. Well, anyway, um, other than that, I'm, I'm trying to level up at work. Hey, you back on that? Yeah. Say word. Yeah, um... I talked to my district manager about being in this thing called the. Let me make up some for this because yeah, because some don't of y'all might be working there. I don't trust y'all asses. <laughs> On the low. On the low. Um, it's like a graduating program. Okay. Okay, so for you to start as an assistant manager and end up as a store manager, okay. and it's really great. I mean, now you don't have to go through the program, but it does make your resume look pretty sweet okay. if you want to advance into that job. So it's called a bachelor's degree. Yeah, because I have an advanced associate's degree okay. to be an assistant manager. Advanced, um, advanced bachelor's degree is like a store manager, and then it's like advanced master's is like a DM. Okay. Spotting the DM. District, yeah, district manager. So, um, <laughs> yo, my mic is doing the craziest Look, shit. The behind the scenes footage, right? Her, her <laughs> mic just totally just dropped out of nowhere. <laughs> the stand just it collapsed. Like, bro, I try to hear your story. Like, DM I'm this. For you, right? Um, nah, but other than that, I'm I'm trying to do big things. I'm trying to make major moves. Um, yes, I'm going to get my place in December. That's not. It's not. It's it's no longer an option. And if anybody knows me, then they know that once I'm, once my head is in a, a certain direction, pause. Um, because <laughs> no, y'all ain't gonna find me in these comments. Yeah, I'm not gonna. Um, speaking of comments, I haven't even looked. I'm gonna go. I'm a pretty much kill it to win it. So my mind is just focused on getting this apartment. That's my Christmas present. I'm going on vacation soon after because I've already paid for it. And then next year, I'm trying to. I'm trying to go to somebody's country or somebody's Somebody island. Mm, Jamaica. Jamaica's very good. Mm, something. Yeah, hey. islands are good. Anyway, go I'm, I'm trying to do something. But so my mind is just focused on that. I've been doing that all week. G, how's your you week? Uh, week was pretty um, a bit. Um, I've been having like major issues with the computer with the computer and in the studio. So that's been fucking my last nerve because I got projects to mix, projects to wipe. So it's kind of putting me behind schedule. Um, other than that, let's see. I mean, I finished my training at the new gig. So, I, so like I'm actually in the building this coming week. Um, just been pretty much chilling, playing with the boys and masterminding some new strategies for 
you know, um, and just, you know, kind of remembering my pop and, and memories and stuff coming back. So since we're on the, just past his birthday and on the anniversary of his past, so, you know, a lot of feelings, a lot of emotions, but other than that, Pretty good, can't complain. Hmm. Okay. Mr. Aloysius. Yes. Young Aloysius here. Young Aloe. Young Aloe. Young Aloe. That don't sound don't hard at all. That sound sounds hard? like bars of life. That's, no, 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 no bars of life. No bars of life. So, so I've had a very, yeah, really, I know, right? I had a very eventful week. Uh, let's see. First off, to start off, uh, I guest um what's the pro i was a guest yeah i was a guest on another podcast um shout out to uh society x podcast um shot and um grunge galato and everybody there was dope had a lot of good conversations i think that episode is coming out uh tomorrow i'm not sure um and for um fans of the uncut brand uh I go into that in a second, but fan, the Uncut Nation here. Uh, if you listen to the episode, I come off real. I, I haven't heard the episode myself, but just you know, self evaluating. I'm an introvert, and there's a bunch of people I never met before, and I think I came off real. Um, I don't know. I think I came, off, I came off nervous. I think. Um, y'all tell me when y'all listen to the episode. Y'all let me know what y'all think. Um, it's some good conversation. Um, it's a funny, interesting conversation. I'm not gonna spoil everything. I want y'all to check it out. It's um Society X podcast. Shout out to all of them over there. We'll do something with them um one day. Um then what else? Uh went to a Halloween party. Um <coughs> so if I sound what's the word? Verklempt? Is that the word? What Stuffed the up, tired. It's cause I didn't get home to like well, I didn't get to sleep to say that. I didn't get to sleep like seven o'clock this morning. Here's something that's so funny. I have I have some friends here, um, Coco Butter Twitter. Um, um, you know, people were too woke for Halloween. <laughs> you know, you know those people that overanalyze everything. You know the reason the man says like I have a bunch of those friends. Unfortunately, mm-hmm. uh, fortunately, <laughs> unfortunately, uh, I have a bunch of those friends. And uh, one of my homeboys, shout out the dog Diamonds, I'm putting you out there. Was like, yo, it's so funny seeing all these woke people dress up for Halloween. And I was like, you have a point, but I didn't dress up. I just went to the party. I just went there. I, I was regular clothes. I think I had on a hoodie and some jeans. I was chilling. Um, but yeah, it's it's funny the con- the interesting conundrums people put themselves in. Uh, then something else happened during the week. I can't remember. I had a I had a whole bunch of shit to tell y'all. Now I can't remember the shit. Uh, I will tell you. Yesterday, October twenty eighth, was the thirteen year anniversary of my website, UncutMagazine.net. Shameless plug. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, that's kind of a big deal. Thirteen years doing it. Um, I need the I need the applause button, but fuck it. <laughs> you know, there you go. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know it's funny. My my brother Jamal and Jamal's listening, of course. Whenever I usually be like, um, and this is I don't know what cartoon we got this from. It's like, and the crowd goes bananas, and he would be like, bananas. It's funny. You know how to be like, the crowd goes bananas. Bananas. I don't know what cartoon he used to do this shit all the time. It's hilarious. Um, what else? I'm trying to think. Yeah, uh, blogging anniversary, the podcast I did. Um, it's so much I want to talk about that podcast, but I'll wait till the episode comes out because 
once again, I'm an introvert. And you know, when you're an introvert, you overanalyze everything you did before. You know, you'd be like, I should have said this. I should have said this. I should have said this. So now, a week removed, I'm thinking of all the stuff I should have said. <laughs> but I'll wait till it comes out before I have rebuttals and such. But um, it was a cool it was a cool conversation. Shout out to everybody there. Um, That's really it, man. Life is good. Um, Yeah, just life is good. You know what I mean? Just enjoying life. Okay, now see ya. <laughs> I know, right? Uh, just enjoying life. Uh, kids grown, growing. Uh, I, my shit is sweet. You know what I mean? Shit ain't too sweet now. Don't get fucked up. Shit ain't too sweet. <laughs> but you know, shit is sweet, right? <laughs> shit is sweet. Yeah, it's you know? baby fever. It is baby season. This is these are facts. These are facts. It's baby fever season. And these are facts. Um, so don't get caught up, please. I've been seeing don't, all these little babies. I'd be like, oh, don't oh get God. caught up. Um, yeah, don't get caught up, fellas. You know. What? Don't listen to him. Don't get caught up. This is the time to settle down. Settle mm-hmm. down. I mean, you want to settle down, settle down. Who? You know what? It's so funny. Who did I just talk to? I just talked to somebody about this. I just had this conversation with somebody about settling down and shit. Really? Yeah, I really, I really did. Not, not. You're thinking about somebody already. Not that. person. How did that go? Not that person. Okay, but how did it go? Um, that conversation about settling down. Mm-hmm. It was a, it was a fruitful conversation. Mm. It wasn't, it wasn't beneficial towards me. I was giving them uh-huh. that sage wisdom, you know. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm, I'm the, I'm the OG. No, stop. I'm the OG. So I was stop. like, you know, what you should do, what you should do, young brother. You know, right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying. Listen here, young blood. <laughs> See, I'm shutting that shit down. No, you know, I was giving, giving that advice. You know, oh, it's so funny when you give advice and then they check you on advice. Listen here, young blood. You need to get you a woman out there and settle down. Well, where your woman at? Oh, motherfucker! Don't be asking me no questions. That's what's wrong with you, little young niggas. Now, oh, <laughs> the whole reason I'm giving the advice. Exactly. See, I learned from my mistakes, young blood. Oh my god! Learn from my mistakes, young blood. That's that old. That's that old. That's how the old folks talk. Learn from my mistakes, young blood. Man, you know what I sound like? You remember Cuddy and um, dead president? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Come on, young blood. Yeah, I got them groceries for you, young blood. <laughs> <laughs> Mm. But yeah, that was a week, dope week. Uh, life is good. A lot of shit happened. Uh, a lot of shit I can't tell y'all. But hey, of course. Yeah, because there you go with that shit again. Yeah, no. Uh, <laughs> but hey, good, good energy. You know what I mean? Good energy. Uh, I did get some bars of death from the from the originators of bars of death. But we'll go into that later on. Um, just good energy, man. Life is good. I got validated on some things we talked about before the show to show um, Ari. Mm-hmm. Got validated on some things, some of my opinions made me feel. You know, I was like, "Oh yeah, remember that happened?" And you was, and he was like, "Yeah, that's what that's what that was." Yeah, yeah, that's what that was. We're talking about the situation. I'm on an airplane right now. Yeah, clearly. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but enough of that. Oh, <laughs> uh, clearly, yeah. Um, let's get get into. The rundown. The rundown. The rundown. The rundown. We need. We do need that drop. I think it is. It'd be dope. Anyway, uh, still ain't send me the. Still ain't send me the audio. Oh, one thing I will say, and I did have this confirmed by several people when I went meet to the other podcast mm-hmm. and met other podcasters. We are the longest running Virginia podcast. So, like other oh. podcasters are like. I think the closest one is like, like maybe thirty episodes. You know, we're fifty three. <laughs> like, we're by a wow, we're a ways ahead. So we are the longest running Virginia podcast. So shout out to us. Us. Yeah. 
<laughs> and it's so funny. I want to do this a year before we actually started, but me and my bullshit. <laughs> so, <laughs> but hey, things happen when you're supposed to. Sir, trust the process. There you go. That's trust that's the process. Yo, what they son, say. stop saying that shit. If I hear that shit one more time, what can somebody explain that in a different light? Okay, originally. What? Trust I've, the process. I've, I've, I've had six people tell me to trust the process. Originally, what trust trust the process came from is a basketball term. Um, the Philadelphia 76ers um, were like worst team ever, and they were purposely losing games so they could um, get higher draft picks to get better. But they did this like five years in a row through all their games, and they were saying the the general manager was like, "This is a process. We have to get bad before we get good. You have to trust the process." That became like their hashtag, their slogan, trust the process, trust the process. And then what happened is they drafted this player, Joel Embiid, who's like a really great player. And he's called himself Nail the Process. So Nail, trust the process. Cause oh, he's, that's not where I got it from. Well, that's, well, that's why oh, I know man. the hashtag, trust the process, because he's now, that's like his thing. Like, hey, y'all trusted the process and I'm here. Trust the process. We're good now. Trust the process. Oh, no, I, I, I didn't get it from there. I know it's a... Um, it's a movie where that was in there. I can't think of the movie, but um, a friend of mine used to say it to me all the time. Um, like, basically, when I was going through something and it didn't seem to make sense, she would always be like, trust the process. Like, you know, it's always a plan. It's always, you know, something, uh, a higher power at work. But, you you know, you got to trust the process. They're not going to lead you astray. And then at the same token, from off of that, um, is where I originally got it from, but the Ace Hood project that just came out, um, his project since he's been on We The Best, um, it's called Trust The Process, and it's just a great fucking album. And, like, I feel like his, his journey to get to that album is pretty much like, uh, a perfect example of trusting the process like because everybody a lot of people know what he went through while he was on the label and I, and I honestly feel like once he got off and then this this particular project is the best thing that he's dropped overall it's, it's the most solid project that he's done but and that's just me but that's that's my interpretation of it of the trust the process is it's always a higher power at work and it's always something destined for you that's greater than what you're facing so don't let any obstacles or anything deter you because it's all part of the process it's all to make you strong enough to be able to handle what you're what's faded for you to have well i i I think in in a in a broader sense the the whole nba trust process is the same thing sometimes you have to go through the bad stuff to get better so just trust exactly. yeah trust her. that's kind of the you know the over, overall meaning sometimes you have to go through the bad shit to get to the better the good shit so just trust the process exactly things fall sometimes things gotta fall apart to fall together exactly exactly alright so let's get so, so Ari trust the process trust the process <laughs> that may be the name of this episode trust the process it better not be <laughs> you gotta trust the process uh uh-uh. All right, so let's get into it. The rundown, the rundown, the rundown, the rundown, the rundown. Yeah. So first thing we want to get into, I know because we already did. I didn't want to do it again. Bruh, I, I don't know. The rundown. The rundown. Hmm. The rundown. Okay. Hmm. So first thing we want to talk about. This is kind of a. I guess it's a big thing. 
Drake didn't submit his album, double album playlist, More Life for Grammy consideration. So as a result, none of those songs are eligible for any Grammys. Uh, I don't blame him. It sucked. I think it was an error on their behalf. I don't think it was on purpose. <laughs> I think they just made a mistake. You know well, what I mean? He said it wasn't supposed to look at. It wasn't. Those weren't supposed to be looked at as albums anyway. He said that he yeah. considered those mixtapes. Yeah, but I think and and none, none like no rap song has ever, you know, won before. So what's the point? Well, I think because you have the chance consideration, the the chance nah, rule. <laughs> but um, he actually said himself he don't really like the how the Grammys like kind of puts him in category. Uh, rap case in point, yeah, case in point, um, he, I mean, to date he has three Grammys, and two of them is for, um, he won Best Rap Song and Best Rap Solo Performance. Both of those he won with the song Hotline Blink, and he said himself, he was like, I didn't rap anywhere on that song, like, why did I right. win Grammys for a rap category on a song that I didn't rap? So he kind of feels like they're they're kind of like pacifying him to a certain degree and just like putting him in the category so he can have something mm-hmm. instead of, you know, trying to find a, a, I guess, I guess the way I took it was like he felt like they're kind of limiting him by placing him in just that category just because he started out as a hip-hop artist or he's categorized as a hip-hop artist. I guess he doesn't feel like all of his songs fall into rap categories, so it, he should be broader in his nomination across the board when he submits a project. And that's very agreeable. It's very understandable. I mean, like you said, Hotline Bling was not a rap song at all. You know, there was no bars of death on this song at all. <laughs> you know, and he won a rap Grammy for it. But, but surprisingly, the funny thing, and I looked this up, you know, there's several prominent rappers who've never won Grammys. Pac has never won a Grammy. Nas has never won a Grammy. So the Grammy Awards don't really mean a lot to us anyway, to rap artists. If you remember, Jay-Z said he won the Grammy and said it's going to be Blue Sippy Cup. <laughs> so the Grammys, like, you know what I mean? The Grammys are not that big of a deal to us anymore. So I, I, I thought it was um just funny to see that, and I wonder... Just for the sake of conversation, of course, are more artists going to do that? Like, I'm just not going to submit my album for a Grammy. I don't care. I think it's going to start being like a little thing. I think it's going to be. I think it is going to be a thing. I think it is going to be a thing. I think some artists, of course, yeah. going to want to say, "Why have a Grammy?" You know, so like people going to do that. But I think a lot more artists, maybe with the Kendricks, you know, those type of artists, going to be like, "Yeah, I don't care about no Grammys." Mm. Yeah, so I think yeah. it will be a thing. So that's something to watch for Uncarnation. Y'all check that out. Which just made me think about it. They had, what was it, like a week ago, maybe two weeks ago, that everybody was, um, like a couple of different hip-hop um, websites on their social media was showing the video of Chance opening his Grammy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's but see, and it's the funny thing with Chance, though. That's that's the the Chance conundrum. He's winning Grammy yeah. and stuff, but eventually... If 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 it continues the way we go, that we're we're all thinking it will go. People stop submitting, you know what I'm saying? Well, he stopped submitting because he still is technically an independent artist. So I don't think anybody 
and I, I don't want to. I, I guess I have to give credit to Joe Button and them because I think they were the first people to say that. But I don't think anybody even thinks he's independent anymore. <laughs> I don't think anybody thinks that anymore. I don't think so. Yeah, I agree. I don't think anyone's still believing that. Yeah, so we don't believe you need more people. That's how that goes. <laughs> <laughs> That's how that goes. Want to give credit to um, some album sales here. Uh, Big Sean, his last album, I Decided, which is actually, in my opinion, his best piece of work. Um, I actually have, I'm not even a Big Sean fan, but I have that album. His best album is just went platinum. And um, 21 Savage went gold. Issa. Issa. That's the name of the album, Issa. Hmm. His name is album is Issa. Yeah. Yeah, I think his um, 21 Savage, his album went gold, but he got his third platinum plaque for a song called uh, Red Ops that he released in 2015. Yeah. That, that song just went platinum. And with Sean, uh, I'm the same way you are. Like, I'm really not a big Sean fan, but I have that album. I, I can listen to that album. His previous work, I didn't really, they didn't really grab me. I couldn't really deal with him. But, um, he went two times. He went two times platinum and gold in the same day. So I decided went platinum. Um, his debut, Family Famous, that he put out in 2011, went platinum, and um, the Project Hall of Fame that he put out in um, 2013 went gold, all in the same day. So yeah, so. Hopefully, Sean will continue to make that type of music. Um, like I said, I, I, I'm not a big Sean fan, but that album made me uh, listen to and respect his artistry, which is a lot for me because I I disrespect everybody, balls to death. So part of life. So shout out to Sean and shout out to Twenty One Savage. I don't listen to Twenty One Savage, so I can't even give you an educated opinion about Twenty One Savage. But you know, he's selling records. Yes, um, Sean is like what was that? That was the He's among the six hip hop albums that went platinum this year so mm. far. Yeah, and you know besides, Twenty One Savage has Amber Rose, so he's winning. So life is good. <laughs> you know what? That just remind. You know what? That's a sidebar. I found out something interesting, and I say before after the podcast. So y'all have to remind me. Listen, y'all have to remind me on this one because this is something I really have to say because I want y'all to make sure I do this because knowing me, I slip into bad habits and and do it, and I'm not supposed to do it anymore. Can you just text it in the group chat? I guess I will. Yeah. I like right yeah, now? Do so that you don't just do that like right now? I'm, I'm talking. I'm, don't care. I'm hosting the show, y'all. Don't care. <laughs> Zero fucks given today. Clearly. So let's, okay, so while I'm texting, uh-huh. let's get into Nikki's Twitter rant. That's what I was looking at. This is, yeah, this is, I guess this is the Young Money Hour there. Uh, we're talking about, because we have another Young Money story. So yeah, let's get into Nikki's Twitter rant. Nikki went on Twitter, uh, what day was this? Wednesday, Thursday, recently within the last week and had a rant um i would say maybe six or seven tweets i want to say offhand i'm trying to look at them well since you have the tweets eh? why don't you go ahead and i don't have them right now i thought you said you said (coughs) i said i'm looking for them g do you have the tweets i should have you talking about the ones about the double standard yeah yeah those i only saw two of them Okay, which which ones do you have? What day is it? It was one that it was one that she had brought back, um, that Kendrick Lamar tweeted like a couple years ago, like six, seven years ago. 
about um, him saying that it's amazing how many dudes in the industry hate Nikki versus females. He was like, it's more dudes that that don't like Nikki Minaj than females in the industry. So she had retweeted that one. And then... <coughs> the, uh, I can't remember what the other one was. I got you. Hold on. Okay. Um, shout out to Sprint for sucky ass service. That's Sprint. That's Sprint. Mm. No sponsorship for them. <laughs> we just ruined that sponsorship opportunity. It's Sprint. Hey, sorry. Oh, um, putting people in the same sentence as me. Well, hold on, hold on. You're reading. You're reading the tweet. Yeah, yeah. You know, you're about. To, Ari's about to read the tweets, y'all. Okay, October 25th. Um, putting people in the same sentence as me after my 10 years of consistent winning. You know what? You need a Nicki Minaj voice. No, I don't. Mm-hmm. You, should, you should do a Nicki Minaj I'm sick. voice. Putting people. Is that the sound? I don't know how sound. Oh, pure jade. Do the voice. <coughs> no. I don't have no, a voice. No. I don't have, I can't, my voice can't do that. My voice is halfway here. <laughs> okay, go ahead. All right, so putting people in the same sentence as me after my 10 years of consistent winning. What are you teaching them? They never do this to a man. And then she said, Kendrick's tweet from seven years ago. This is so telling and scary. I'd have to wear some baggy pants and Tim's for men to openly give me props. Yeah, that was the one in the reply to what Kendrick said. And there was one tweet when she had said something about um, people who want to do songs with all the greats, but you have to hold a gun to their head to do a song with her. Mm. Um. So here's my thing about now. Granted, we're very, and this is probably not a, a right word. I'm sure someone's going to kill me in the comments or email the inbox. But we're a very cynicalistic society. Yeah, I said that. So we're very cynical about certain things. I just feel like this is part of Nikki's rollout at this point. You know what I'm saying? Like she comes out of nowhere with these things, and I think. I can't say if they're true or not, because of course we don't know. But she did tell a story about how she had to literally beg Kanye to keep Monster on his um, Twisted Dark Fantasy album, which is, if you're if you're familiar with your uncut history, it was a great track, <laughs> right, G? <laughs> uh, so I don't I know. Literally all of her tweets. You want to go through them? All of them. Well, the tweets pertaining to this segment su- subject. It starts with in any field, women must work twice as hard. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. <coughs> All right. So, um, in any field, women must work twice as hard to get half the respect her male counterparts get. When does this stop? Um, the greats collaborated with Drake. Kendrick and J. Cole because they're dope MCs. They collab with Nikki because someone pulled a gun to their heads. That's, that's what, what was, she was yeah, talking that's about. Yeah, that's what I just talking about. Putting people in the same year. And then she said that statement that I said earlier. Um, and the the um, the tweet that was from Kendrick Lamar just said, just realize more niggas hate Nicki Minaj than women do. Y'all niggas is really paused. When you think, boy, I, I can't see that shit. I ain't clicking on that shit. He put a whole bunch of hashtags. Okay. Um. 
Then he's a, okay, love you, love you, announcement. Then, of course, she was just retweeting other people's stuff. Oh, um, it's a proven fact. Studies have been done that Sagittarius is the, <laughs> bye, is the best female. Um, best friend forever. You can have debate with a psychiatrist. All right, so then she's just done. Okay, she's done. So, mm-hmm. so yeah, it's it's um it's basically a real fem- and I hate to use this term because it sounds like I'm find another word. I can't think of another word. Sorry, oh, I'm asleep. I'm asleep. She a real feministic um point of view, which um I cannot dispute or deny because I'm not in that inner circle. I will say she she complained about people wanting to work with her and and I'm I'm sure she didn't mean a gun to their head literally, but um, from what I can remember of Nikki, she came out being compared to male rappers. Like when she came out, she wasn't on no. Now understand, there's two different two different Nikki's. We have the Nikki with um, Fendi, and then there's Nikki and Young Money. And when she first came out with um, Big Finish, out of Fendi, um, she was rapping like a dude. She was hard. And then when she was with Hard Pause, um, <laughs> when she got with Wayne and them, she started with the whole sex talk, a little more sex talk, whatever, whatever. Um, but I can remember distinctively guys saying, oh, she can rap. Like, she can rap. She can really rap. It wasn't like, oh, she's good for a girl. Like when she did the when she did Biggie's warning back on the come up mixtape, do you do you Googles on that? Dudes like yo, she can rap, she has bars. It wasn't like, oh yeah, she's cute. You know what I mean? Like like and this is just a circle I know, and like I said, unfortunately I hang around a lot of quote unquote woke people, so they look at things a little differently. Um it wasn't nobody was like, Oh yeah, she's cute. Da-da-da-da. It was kinda until she did that whole that beam me up Scotty mixtape when she had her legs, little Kim pose. When everybody started looking at her like, Oh yeah. I'm fucking. You know what I'm saying? Well, everybody was comparing her to Lil' Kim. Because. She, from what I was hearing on beca- my side. Let's keep it a buck. She's took Kim whole playbook. Like, all she needs is a fat <laughs> dude to write for. That's all she needs. Like, if she had a fat dude to write for, it'd be Lil' Kim. It's the same yeah, shit. I to say, her, the very first picture I saw of Nikki was the classic um, Kim's hardcore. Yeah. Was, you know, Nikki just had a sucker. Did you see that she did that? But it was the same picture? picture? No, I didn't see that. They have a side by side picture of her of what she did it now mm-hmm. compared to her first picture. Well, she's had a lot of augmentation since then. That was her fault. I, I'm talking about Nikki. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not. No, we're talking about fault. um, Kim. Kim. Oh yeah, Kim. Kim yeah. Kim, I, I, oh, that pic. Oh yeah, I thought you saw my Nikki. Yeah, I've seen that. Pic. Now listen, Bruh. Now, listen. Let me let me let me be clear, Uncut Nation. I love. Listen, when I was young. Mm. I loved Kim. I loved Kim. Listen, I'm a y'all know I'm a pocketholic. Anybody that knows me knows I'm a pocketholic. But I crossed enemy lines for Kim. I loved Kim. <laughs> you understand me? I loved her the way she was. She was so small and fragile and beautiful and just gorgeous to me. Mm, the crush on now. crush on you, Kim, is the Kim I'm talking about. Mm. Go back and look at Crush on You, Kim. That's the Kim I, I remember. This new chick, <clears throat> nah, fam, nah, fam. She's like the missing link of the Kardashians right now. She's definitely like the joint that got locked in the basement. When, <laughs> like, like they they did all the te- the test 
Yeah, her, she's the oldest Kardashian. <laughs> the oldest Kardashian. They tested everything on her to make sure it's good, <laughs> and yeah. did, did it did it with Russell. Well, that was supposed to see the light of day. Yeah, I, I feel I feel so bad about Kim. You you ever you ever like somebody? You ever like somebody, and then you see him later on? You're like, I can't believe I like that. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Like when you see chicks from high school. Now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like I can't. I used to like listen. I used to love little Kim Fab like Kim. But it's like, mm, what's wrong with me? Yeah. <laughs> what's wrong? But, yeah. So, Nikki's whole, and like I said before, we're very, and this is a word I'm patent pending, trademarking, cynicalistic society. We're very cynical. Um, where Nikki has some valid points, I'm sure. We're all looking at it like, okay, this is a rollout. Her album's coming. <laughs> Something's coming. And shortly after, she dropped a song with Migos and Cardi B. Just saying. Um, yeah. Just saying. The, the thing with that though is, it's been a lot of speculation with that record. That one, because um, she did a record with Lil Uzi, and she had been promising her fans that was gonna drop, and it still hasn't been released. Well, she did um, tweet she did today. A, she did the track with um, with Quavo, and that's the track from. Apparently, she, that she thought was getting released, and they put out the motorsport joint. Yeah. And I also heard that she didn't actually record to that song. And you know what's like, funny? A, I was going to say that. If you listen to the song, you can tell, like, and this is just me, hip-hop shit, and I'm sure any other artist would know this. You can kind of listen that she wasn't, that's not, you know what I mean? It wasn't. It wasn't no synergy there. It's kind of like she sent them bars, and they. It, you can tell they, they changed the beat on it, or she didn't know it was, it was for that. You can kind of tell. I I got that feeling for that. Yeah. Cause um conspiracy 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 <laughs> on, on my shit this time. Okay. Um, they trying to phase Nikki out. Like rumor has it that Atlantic wants to get rid of Nikki. They don't like her. Um, and that's who Cardi signed to. Y'all know she just recently got engaged to... Um, well, hold on. That's later that. on. That's later on. We, you saving, we saving that. Huh? We were saving that part. Oh, sorry. <laughs> spoiler alert. Oh. Well, yeah, spoiler. My bad. But, <laughs> you know, they whole situation. So, and, you know, Migos is signed to a different label. So it's basically three different labels involved on, on that particular project. And the way it got put out and from what I've, again, just what I've heard, like, you know, I don't know nobody in any of their camps in particular, but um, that Nikki won't happy about that because she didn't know that that's what was going on with her verse and that that was a song that was getting put out. It's very telling with Nikki because if you follow her on social media, she kind of talks about all the songs she does. Like she tweeted today, today being Sunday, of course, um, that she's going to drop the y- the Yachty song this week. Mot- yeah. Motorsport, the song with her and her Cardi B and Migos, she hasn't tweeted nothing about that. Right. You know what I mean? So she ain't put the, she ain't put the cover art up. Nothing. She nothing. Said nothing about it. Like. 
like you said, she talking about the Uzi track that she gonna put out. She said, and somebody asked her like what platform it was gonna be on, and she was like, it depends on how petty I feel like being. Cause they was asking whether it was gonna be on um, Tidal, Apple, or SoundCloud, and she was just like, it just depends on how petty I feel like being. Mm. So it's very interesting to see what's, what's happening there. I believe there is a, a major play going on because, like you said earlier, Cardi's on Atlantic and Cardi's moving. Like I think there's a lot of um, investors behind Cardi, quote unquote, and, I believe so. and a lot of money. I put a lot of money behind her and just. I think her personality is just a, it's a movement behind Cardi. You know what I mean? Like I think for me, and I guess we'll get into this a little bit. Cause a lot of people actually wonder why people like Cardi so much, but I think for me, me personally, I think because we've seen Cardi come up from, from yeah, you know what I'm saying. We've seen her come up. It's kind of like how, and I'm not, I'm, <laughs> y'all can kill me in the comments, but I'm not saying she's Pac. I'm just saying, remember how we've seen Pac come up from Digital Underground to be the greatest rapper ever? It's like we're seeing the same, and not saying Cardi's the greatest rapper ever. Not saying that. We're just seeing that growth in her. Like it's old, it's very old school in a way. When you see an artist was with, with a group, and then you see them become solo and see them become great and all that same thing. We're seeing that with Cardi. Just you know, we're seeing her with Love and Hip Hop. We're seeing her start rapping. We're doing these. She's a stripper. All we we're seeing all that. We're we're ringside seat by it. And now I think everyone feels like they they are part of her success. Like you was with her when you know what I'm saying. Like I remember when she was in Love and Hip Hop and you was there. So now that's that's everybody loves the under uh, underdog story. My exactly. whole thing though is the the question that's all the age old question in hip hop. Like why can it be so many successful male rappers, but when a female rapper is at the quote unquote top, it can't be another top tier female rapper. They automatically instantly have to be against each other. They can't be friends. They they gotta be they gotta be on opposite cliques and they gotta talk about each other. Like I don't understand You know that. what? I, I, like wh why can't Cardi and Nikki both be on the same level of success, do a song here together or and people not just be like, I right, well if you rock with Cardi you can't rock with Nikki. Like how's that that's stupid. You know, it's funny, and I talk about that because I hear people. A lot, of, a lot of people say that. We, I think, we've said that before on this podcast. And I think for me, what I've noticed about female MCs compared differently to male MCs, of course, is a bunch of stuff. But when a female MC gets on top, a la Nikki, the first thing she says, she's the queen. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Like she's the queen. Like when a rapper, a male rapper, gets on top, even if it's just for a moment, he doesn't scare. He the king. He just, I'm, I'm, I'm the shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, look at look at Drake. He's compared. You know what I'm saying? He hasn't said that. Hell, if we go through history, it's very few rappers that have claimed the the king throne. And Shit, T.I. claims it. But <laughs> but look but look but nobody nobody disputes him though. Nobody's like you ain't the king. Niggas like yeah, that's the king. <laughs> that's somebody the king. Did somebody did dispute him. Who flip? Shout out to flip. Yeah, they, they got his career ended. <laughs> exactly. So it's like, and because I think because they're not they're not a lot. Let's let's keep it a buck. There's like maybe ten good female MC solo artists. You know what I'm saying? So when you there's one person saying that I'm the queen of all you, they kind of like. I mean, but I, I see what you're saying. Yeah. As far as that that specific word, but take it keep it keep it this way. Like 
her saying her the queen, she's the queen is just basically saying I'm the best female rapper out. Right. And guys say that all the time. Right. I don't. I've never heard a a a, a guy who raps that has never said he's the he's the nicest out. Uh, but I've never I think, heard a guy never say that. But I think it's 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 a num it's a numbers game because okay yeah it's a competitive sport. I mean, easy facts. At the, at the end of the day, that's that's what you're there for is to compete and be the best. That it, it was the same way in in the late '80s, early '90s. I can out rap you. Period. That's just what it is. We going back and forth. Shoot. Kendrick brought that back to the forefront with the with the guys when he did the control verse, and everybody lost their minds because it, it had gotten so friendly that ain't nobody want to say they was competing with nobody. Ain't nobody want to say that they weren't cool with nobody. Everybody was trying to be all hunky dory like it was, you know, sunshine and rainbows. Like, no, nah, at the end of the day, Kendrick kept it hundred. Yeah, he was that. like, yeah, like y'all my peoples, but when that mic come on, I'm trying to murder every last one of y'all. It's no, it's nothing personal, but th this is what I signed up for. So I just don't understand how guys can be that competitive on the mic, but the time the mic gets cut off, you know, they can go to the same parties, you know, laugh, joke, kick it with each other, and it'd be all fine and everybody accepted. But as soon as two females, you know, is at a point where they're have where they have similar success, they automatically got to be at odds with each other. I think I think my my logic to it is just the numbers, because there's 800 male rappers, you know what I'm saying? There's only like 10 female rappers, you know what I mean? And and that and I know it's a bunch of female rappers. Don't get me wrong. It's like 30 female rappers in my DM right now. Um, but I'm saying like signed in the spotlight. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I, I, and I don't mean in my DM the wrong way. Don't. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not. Uh, hey hey hey. <laughs> yeah, I know. Um, <laughs> but I'm just saying, I'm just saying, like in the spot, like signed to a label. Like you think about this, you could run down a list right now of female rappers this year because go through history it'd be crazy. But for male rappers, it'd be you'll forget people. Like if you think of the top female rappers right now, in just for 2017, just just do that right now. It'd be what. Nikki, Remy, Cardi, Rhapsody, and no, no name. Yeah. Huh? What? Who else would it be? You said what? Who else would it be? Who's number five? Who's number five? Yeah. You heard me when I said no name. Yeah. Yeah. You, her name used to be No Name Gypsy. She dropped Gypsy off because of the negative connotations and the racial slurs. So she just goes by no name now. Okay, but she's not. That's like 3D and IT. You know what I'm saying? That's not like. You know what I mean? Um, damn, I can't think of another, a fifth female rapper? Damn. Mm. Okay, I mean, Remy. I know other ones, but they're not. Yeah, I know a bunch of female industry. rappers. They, are, they on the come up. Yeah, I know like, a bunch I'm talking of about people that's like industry. Yeah, I'm talking about. Yeah, that's what I'm, I, I mean, I can say Eve, Rod Digger. I mean, but, but I'm talking about like this year, just this year. Like, and that's my point. And that's my point. 
do that with male rappers. You could name shit. You name Kendrick, <laughs> J. Cole, <laughs> Nas. I mean, you the list goes on and on and on and on. And that's just <coughs> this year. So I think that's that's the the major difference in why there's constant conflict in the female hip hop scene because there's not a lot of them. I think if the the market was saturated, if there were more female rappers, then maybe there'd be less conflict. And women are just hey, not for nothing. But see, that's the that's the thing. They can't saturate the market because it's like as soon as one of them come in and they start coming up, then the way it's set up for them is that somebody got to lose and once they lose they pretty much pushed off to the side so you know one can rank and it's just it's kind of like a domino effect yeah but hey not for nothing women are catty anyway let's be real i know women that don't like other women just because how they look let's keep it um, let's keep let's keep it a hundred you know what i'm saying how many times you've been with a chick well i don't like how she look like listen i've been out to the mall with my daughter my my kids (laughs) <laughs> and I've seen women look them up and down, side faced it. Just that's just a woman thing. Women have competition with other women for for other shit. You know what I'm saying? That men don't do. Just men don't do shit like that. So that carries over in the rap. And I'm not I'm not saying nothing bad. So don't don't inbox me like oh you this and this. No, I'm just saying I've seen it with my own eyes. I've taken about my 15 year old daughter to malls and have women look her up and down like ugh look at her. And this is my kid. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Like, we're like grown women. Like, look at my daughter. Like, what the fuck wrong? I get upset. This is just what happens. This is what women do to each other. So just imagine when there's millions of dollars at stake, <laughs> what <Yeah>. they do. <coughs> I bet. You did. You did. You did. But enough of that. Let's get on. Let's continue the Young Money podcast here. <laughs> um. <laughs> I was going to say Wheezy sent me a check, but maybe not. Um, story comes out oh, that man, I know, right? The stories came out that Lil Wayne is contemplating shutting down Young Money Records. Now, this is just a move, uh, a strategic move here to help him get out of this contract with Cash Money to help him um, get some, put some more music out. Uh, I didn't see this move coming. I didn't think. Well, he's. I didn't. I didn't think this was on the table. You know what I'm saying? It makes sense. I don't think it's gonna work though. Oh. Um, the move and and I guess I pulled the article up. It's basically just to dissolve the label to to further dissolve his ties with Cash Money, so we can leave. Cause you know the issue with him and Baby. Um. Huh. On paper, it makes sense. On paper, it makes sense. And and gee, this is where we re- rely on you here and your hip hop expertise. What do you think about this? Uh, I honestly don't blame him, truthfully. Like, think about it. When when Cash Money lost pretty much their heavy hitters, Wayne put Cash Money on his back and kept it alive and made it what it is today. Can't nobody argue that point. Then, from there, he put Young Money together and signed two of the biggest artists in the past couple of years. So he not only helped save the label he was signed to, he created another label equally as powerful. And he don't get no money off of it for real. 
it's like at the end at, at the end of the day, like Birdman playing with his livelihood, man. Like that man got kids to feed. You got me in in a backwards deal. You don't want to give me. You don't even not not even give him what he's deserved because he deserves a lot more than what he's asking for. He's just asking for the money that was that's due to him based off of his contracts. Like he deserves a hell of a lot more for what he did for cash money and young money. Like Baby and Slim is just eating off of his grind and his brand like by himself. Like Lil Wayne is a brand by himself. Facts. Drake is a brand by himself. Nicki Minaj is a brand by herself. Those three artists are on young money. Are on young money that he created. All of that money flows back to cash money. Because what a lot of people don't know with the young money deal, Wayne owns 49% of it. Baby owns 51. So he owns the controlling share. So then let me so ask you this. It's, it's, it's one of those situations where, where Wayne, like his loyalty was like his biggest downfall. Because like when everybody else left, if he would have left too, then that would have been the end of cash money. So, so let me ask you this, and this is just hip hop conversation here. Now, could it could it possibly be because of the the financial shares in it that Wayne wants to dissolve Young Money, but Baby because he technically is a is a the the he owns more. Can't think of the word for it. Right yeah, now. he's the, he has the controlling interest. Yeah, he's he the, the controlling control, share. Yeah, control. Could he take over Young Money and dissolve it into cash money? He could, but from not understanding of how that goes, he still would have to buy Wayne out because Wayne still has shares in it. Like, Baby has, Baby can make, it gets a little complicated because technically because Baby has the controlling shares, he can make a final decision and that pretty much has to go along with it. But the, a judge being that Wayne put that proposal on the table, regardless of the controlling shares that Baby has, a judge could step in and be like, okay, yeah, let's find out how much is left and just dissolve it. And we'll pay Wayne what he's asking for out of that and all the rest of the money goes to Baby. And that's just the end of it. I'm actually I'm actually going to read this from um, an article here. It says Weezy has filed documents to either appoint a receiver to supervise the observations. I to supervise Ooh. the observation <laughs> to supervise the operations of the Young Money label joint venture, or order the termination of the Young Money label joint venture and appoint a liquidator. Birdman has contested the request, citing that Wayne has no legal right to shut down the company especially since he's still under contract with them. So this is already in the court system. He's actually filed documents to have it done. I think um, it could be, I mean, if it goes the way Wayne wants, it could be a a big win for him. I just don't see it happening, though. You know, Baby's good at playing the loopholes. Exactly. And just basically stalling the court system. Not so much winning his cases, he just stalls and clogs up the pipeline for his cases so long that people just be like, you know what, fuck it. <laughs> that, that's his tactic most of the time. You're just going to wait you but, out. <laughs> yeah, we're just going to wait you out. Like, 
sad to say his money long because of shit like this. Yeah, yeah. So if it comes down to it and it becomes a waiting game, I'm pretty sure Birdman can wait Wayne out because Wayne eventually is going to run up on his last dollar trying to fight, keep fighting him in court. Here's what I don't understand. Right. And this At is, the end of the day, man, like it's it's a sad situation. Like that's that's just really really fucked up. Like you called that that man your son. He called your daddy. Whatever you know how however that was looked at. Whatever. But if it's supposed to be that type of love, that type of loyalty, like why would you even put him through all of this? Exactly. What like, I and the crazy thing that I don't think a lot of people. That I'm wondering how it's gonna happen is if Young Money dissolves, what happens with Drake and Nicki's contract? Well, I think with Drake, and this is just outside looking in, nothing is confirmed. She's just a way he's speaking here. I think Drake is gonna sign the Apple Records like Chance. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. I remember we talked about that when he, uh, I think when he dropped the More Life project. Exactly. But I think the, the, the interesting thing out of all this would be Nikki. Because right. if Nikki becomes a quote unquote free agent, I think logic would dictate her going to Rock Nation. It would. But if she decides to sign with somebody. Exactly. And there you it, go. And there it you would. go. She could well she could get an imprint deal. And I'm not I'm not just saying Rock Nation because of course everyone goes to Jay Z. I'm saying Rock Nation. It's the best fit for her. It's the best, and and I think they're currently managing her. Maybe I'm not sure, but I think it's familiarity with the label. I think it'll be the best fit for her. You know, she can go to like Atlantic, but we'd all talk about a Cardi B and Migos situation. I don't think she's going to be there. You know what I'm saying? I think it would just be the best fit for her if that happened. Maybe yeah, she can sign. I, don't, I honestly don't think Atlantic will sign her. Maybe she can sign the Def Jam. That's not actually not a bad idea. I, I, I don't think that would be a good move for her. Like, because even as much as I respect Def Jam and what they did for the culture, they've been on the, de- um, the decline for years. Well, the reason... Like, I, the- I, I honestly want to say they, they started declining when they didn't want to resign LL, and I thought that was real fucked up. Yeah, I did think that was a fucked up move. But the reason I said Def Jam is because, remember, Paul Rosenberg, Eminem's manager, is about to take over the as CEO starting January 1st I think that's going to be an interesting turn of events considering his history now I don't know if he's going to I really want to see what happens because I don't know what kind of artist he's going to bring in because you still have artists signed to the label you still have Davies you still have Nas you still have all these people signed to the label so I want to see how that works but I just think that's very interesting so it's a caveat to me saying Def Jam but I just think that may be somewhere to look at you know we're just throwing out labels where we can see Nicki sign that then I'm just gonna say, you know, I'm say Rock Nation and Def Jam, you know what I'm saying? I'm about to say, and that would be, that would be New York for real, like exactly. East, Nas, and her. Ex- exactly. You know what I mean? Like, you just look at all the things that, and then it's Def Jam, let's, let's face it, it's the house that built hip hop. So I can see that. I mean, they haven't been hip hop lately, but you never know with Rosebury coming in, they might want to go back in that direction. You just never know. Yeah, 
we'll, we'll, keep, we'll keep an eye on that and see what happens with it. I don't I don't know. I think what is going to happen is what we said. What you just said is going to happen. Baby's going to put a lot of paperwork in and delay that thing for like the next five, ten years. Yeah, he's just going to try to stall them out. Yeah. <coughs> now, speaking of Cardi B, as you alluded to earlier, we want to give a congratulations to Cardi and Offset. Um, it's been all over the internet, so I'm sure you've heard it by now. Um, they had a show. Well, you've seen the footage, actually. They had a show, I think it was in Philly, where Offset <coughs> from the Migos proposed to Cardi in front of everybody. To me, it was dope to see Cardi have a genuine human reaction, which further shows why we love Cardi so much. You know what I'm saying? She she acted like a girl. You know what I mean? She didn't try to play it all. You know, you know what I'm saying? She didn't try to play it all cool or she too fly for this shit. She was like, oh, yeah, oh, yeah. You know, the, you know the shit you see females do when they get in? She acted like that, like you would expect a female to act. You know what I'm saying? So I, I thought that was dope. Um, I hope they get married. I hope it's not one of those super long engagements or they don't, you know, get I hope it happens. I'm all for black love. I'm all for positivity. Yeah. Except balls of death. That's but, how I feel. As long, long as it's genuine, yeah. it's, you know, I'm all for it and wishing the best. Um, you know, they about to have a reality show and everything. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like, like, who knows? Who knows? Maybe Keisha and Gucci have started a renaissance in hip-hop love. You, who knows? Maybe every year from the, from now on. Why, 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 why would we attribute that to Keisha and Gucci? We because they're not going to say they're, they're not going to say Remy and Pap. They're not going to say J and B. <coughs> they're going to say Keisha and Gucci. No, I, I, I give it to Remy and Pap before anything. I give it J and B. Honestly, I would. I, I, I would. But I'm just saying. I mean, I expected theirs. I think. I mean, the reason why I say. Um, Remy and Pap is just because for the fact that Pap waited, yo. Pap's a G. Like, he could have, he could have dipped, whatever, whatever. The time he got out of, uh, Remy got out, you know, he was right there. Started planning the wedding and everything. Like, yeah, I did the bid with you. Let's go ahead and make this official. Yeah, Pap's a G. I don't think they, they make enough guys like Pap. Pap's a G. So shout out to Pap. Yeah. Pap is well respected. You ever noticed that? People don't talk bad about Pap. Like you know, what I'm saying nah, the only people who talk bad about Pat is other MCs who can't compete with him. But like generally speaking, like you know, any DJs or radio personalities or anybody, yeah, I've never heard any slander about Pat at all. The only the only slander I hear about Pap is like good slander. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, he raps too much. Or, you know what I'm saying? Like shit like that. <laughs> <laughs> this nigga, this rapping ass nigga. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, oh, Pap, that nigga rap too much. I don't fuck with him. You know what I'm saying? Like shit like that. Yeah, like how you like how you rap too much. Like nigga, this is what I this is what I do. This is my life. <laughs> That's the shit I hear about Pap. Like this rap rapping ass nigga Pap. All them damn words, nigga. <laughs> you know too much, nigga. You read too much. You know what I'm saying? Shit like that. You know what I mean? But shout out to them. Um, happy for Cardi and Offset. We'll see the special on BET um, next year, I'm pretty sure. Uh, BET, BH1. Some, yeah, one, every, somebody gonna have it. I'm pretty sure Mona Scott's gonna do it. Shout out to Mona. You know, that's a sad story I have to tell y'all one day. I'm not gonna tell y'all. That's funny. Uh, behind the scenes stuff. So, we want to go into... We had another one, but we're gonna, Going to what streaming with G real quick. Uh, I did want to say. Well, technically, that's the the other one. Yeah, is you know what I'm saying. So that's why I said just go into it. Yeah, so just you know what I mean, just go ahead and go into. It. So let's go ahead and go into what streaming with G. So G, what do you have for us this week? Um, it's not as long as the list as as it was last week. Um, let's see, the one we were just talking about locks for no reason. Um, the four track EP that they dropped. 
which I got a chance to listen to before we we got set up on the show and ready to go and everything. Bother I actually bro. like it. I feel like um, I feel like all three of them are on the same page. Like their last album, the uh, Filthy America is beautiful. Like she just dominated that whole project for real. I felt like Styles and Kiss weren't really really present during doing working on the songs. This one, all all four songs that I heard, all their verses. Uh, I still don't know how I feel about the two features on the hooks yet, but you know, I'm pretty sure they're growing me. But I like the project. Um, 112 dropped a new project. I saw uh, that. Called called Q Mike Slim and how you pronounce the full name name Dayron. Yes, yeah, Darren. Yeah, something like that. Um, I'm interested to hear it. I know the first um the first single that they have and the video that they have for it. I don't like the video, <laughs> mm. so it's kind of made me a little worried because they look a little sluggish trying to do the dance moves or whatnot. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I'm pretty sure the audio will be high, so I'm gonna take a chance on it. Um, Yo Gotti dropped a new project. I still am. Uh, Snoop dropped a new project. Make America Trip Again. Don't know how I feel about the title, but okay. Um, on the Yo Gotti thing, the reviews I'm hearing, the early reviews I'm hearing is this is this is his best project to date. So that's good to hear. You I, said it is or it isn't. It is. That's what I'm hearing. Um, okay. I, I have it. I haven't listened to it yet, but I have it. But a lot of people, the internet, of course, is saying this is his best project to date. That's cool. So I don't feel bad taking a chance on it. Then, um, I fuck with him. I don't know how many other people fuck with him, but Yellow Wolf dropped a new project called Trial by Fire. I saw that. Um, I know the most recent work that he's been doing, I like it um, because he's taken a different route than what he previously came out with, and I think it's more genuine him, and I appreciate that more. This is going to sound uh, super racist of me, but I always, <laughs> this going to sound super racist of me, but I always confuse him and the MGK. Like I, I fuck co- with MGK too though. I, I always confuse them, so I don't know, you know what I'm saying, which one is which. Nah, MGK um raps a lot. He raps faster. Um Yellow Wolf has gotten more soulful with his approach. Like uh he'll sing from time to time on the hook, but he'll still rap. Like it's more it's it's more personal. Yellow Wolf's music has gotten more personal um mm-hmm. over the years. Um, not to say MGK's music isn't personal because his shit is, is real personal about his life too. Mm-hmm. But they have, I can see how you could mix them up off of their demeanor and things. Yeah. But they don't like each other. That's the funny part. Oh, that's funny. Isn't, um, correct me if I'm wrong, Yellow Wolf is signed to Shady, right? Or is he still on Shady or what? I'm not sure. The last, a couple years ago when I was reading the article, um, because I know he had went into rehab mm. for a while. And around that time is when the rumors were flying that he wasn't on Shady anymore. Mm. So I'm not 100% sure, so I'm not going to have to double check. Okay. Uh, but last but not least, the heavyweight is streaming. It's probably going to be streaming this week, next week, and probably up until Christmas. Big Crit Project Drop. Um, forever is a mighty long time. Double CD. Double, yeah, double CD Project and... 
I've heard that it's fire. I have it. I don't want to listen to it until I get it on my iPod and in the truck. I'm just going to gas up the truck and I'm just going to ride to the whole fucking CD go. But I'm from his last project, Catalactica. Yeah. That was that was classic material. Yes, yes that, it was. That was a fucking amazing album. Not even just for crit, just for hip hop period. Yeah, Cadillac. I think it was very slept on too. I still like that song, that album. It was, it was, it was very slept on. Um, so I, the thing that I appreciate at this point with this particular project is that a lot of a lot more people seem to have taken notice of Big Crit and are more aware that this project is out. So I think it's going to do a lot for his career as far as propelling him to um, a different level and plateau. Like he's going to start being mentioned in conversations with Cole and Kendrick and mm. Big Sean, which is where he rightfully should have been mentioned before, but nobody really spoke on him. I, I, agree um, with that. I definitely agree with that. I think um, Crit is one of what I like to call one of the new legends. Like five, ten yeah. years from now, we're going to look back at Crit like, yeah. I think it goes. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. <coughs> I mean, he's dropped um, mixtapes since then. He's dropped, like, you know, um, 12 or 12 and other shit. But, yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm definitely... I have it, too. I haven't sat down and listened to it. I probably listened to it today. You know, because the headphones on, just zone out on it. But, yeah, I'm I'm, yeah. I'm really looking forward to listening to that, too. Give me, give me something to sip on and just... Chill and just let that rock. That's but like I said, it was a short list. That's, that's all I got for, for this week. Okay. All right. Well, what we want to do now is we want to introduce a new segment to the show. New segment to the show. She perk up for that. Yeah. <laughs> so let me explain to y'all a little bit how this segment came about. Uh, me, I listen, y'all know what I listen to. I listen to Bars of Death. So I love listen to pain, <laughs> suffering, misery, things of that nature. So... My musical taste is not that expansive. <laughs> However, I've noticed for some time now, Ari has a very, very wide musical choice. Um, she's always listening to something. It's always good. It's always good music. I think it's good music. Um, I've wanted to do like a music segment for this podcast for a while, but because we're compared to so many other podcasts, I've kind of shied away from that. I don't want nobody to think we're still in that shit, even though they do anyway. Yeah. Uh, so what we're going to do here is Ari has a segment of her song of the week. You know, I think she has a dope musical taste. Slept on, so stuff you may you may be familiar with, you may not be familiar with. And what I try to do is put a link in the description so y'all can go listen to the song in full length. Because of SoundCloud rules, we can't play the entire song, of course. Y'all taking our shit down. <laughs> but um, with without further ado, we need to. I feel like we, seconds. I feel like we need an intro for. <coughs> well, talk about. I, I did the whole shit for you, right? You so, did right. So talk about the song of the week, baby. Go um. Ahead. So. Artist I chose is Nao, N-A-O. Um, she is a UK artist. I do like a lot of UK stuff, so um, comedy shows and stuff like that, I like UK stuff too. So um, I don't know. She came across my Pandora, and then I was like, whoa, who the fuck is this? Um, anyway, but I'm going to play you uh, Bad Blood. I forgot. G, what yeah. album? Because I totally forgot. Sorry. Um. It was on 
me one second because I got the live version up, so it didn't say. <laughs> I played them on already. Was, yeah, she played it before the show. Because uncut Ari, like I didn't know nothing about this till Ari. Oh, wait till next week. I got another one. The old they they were trying to get me to cut it off. Yeah, so, yeah. so we could start the show. Yeah, yeah. But, um, the album is on is for all we know. Okay, for all we know. All right, so I'm going to pay um, 30, 30 seconds of will, my favorite part of the song. All right, ready? All right, yeah, I'm ready. Well, wait. I worship you like holy days, lying on my back, seeing clouds and rays, drinking lime and bitter from my lemonade. White horses, every time won't do. Yeah, so y'all get Yeah, that's Neo 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 What was the name of the song again? Bad Blood. Bad Blood. That was Neo with Bad Blood. You listening to the hot one was <laughs> 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 But yeah, definitely check that out. The link will be in the description. Uh, her range is crazy. That's, that's, that sounded really and good. And if you actually see how she looks, her voice sounds nothing like she looks. And surprise the hell out of me. And and Uncut Nation, this is your chance. Here is your chance to send us your family music. Yeah, Ari people will, that we've never heard. Yeah, Ari will play a song every week. Just Ari, not me. I'll even do rap and stuff like that. Well, I mean, yeah, whatever you feel, whatever yeah. you feel is good. Ari will play one song every week. So send your music. This gonna be dope. Words with weight at gmail dot com. Oh lord, this is gonna be horrible. It's yeah, it's gonna be horrible. Yeah, it's about to be so crazy. <laughs> it's gonna be ugly. You but, might as well just like make a folder. Yeah, I am in there. I, I definitely just am. Says Ari songs. Yeah, I definitely am. Um, just for you. So yes, this is the part where we will play your music. So especially, and if you have an artist that you're fond of that no one knows, send it to us. Ari may like it. This is Ari. It's not me. You know me. I listen to yeah. bars of death. I'm way more open than you think. Yeah, Ari is way more open to different things. <laughs> Pause. Pause. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, pause. Extra uh, pause. Yeah, already listen to different type of music. I just listen to bars of death and West Coast shit. I listen to bars of life. Yeah, so <laughs> this is your chance. Um, have this. <coughs> listen, subject it being um song of the week. So make sure we won't confuse with all the other emails we Either get. Either that or for Ari or something. Oh yeah, something something that we know. Ari will check it out, and if she likes it, she'll play it. We'll shout you out. Link in the description. And there you go. So that's good. Yeah. Good. Better. Got everything. So I'm not gonna mess this up this week. Hey, listen, y'all. Last week, Uncut Nation, I fucked the, the outro up. I don't know what was wrong with me. I don't. We should have kept it on the show. Nah, right? that was edited out. Y'all will never hear yeah, that shit. It was fucking hard. Jay, Jay was saying it was funny. Look, yeah, so, yeah, it was super, funny. yeah, super, yes, definitely be real. Super producer Jay Bray was like, "We should keep it in. We should keep it in." I was like, "Nope, take it out." I sounded. I don't know. Up. <laughs> I think you should fuck yeah. it up this time just because. I think mean, you should have left it in. It was, it was funny. <coughs> it was definitely uncut. We, uh, but, yeah. we uncut. You know, we uncut. <laughs> yeah. That was definitely edited out, and I'm telling y'all about it. Y'all will never hear it. I hope he deleted it and everything. <laughs> but anything else we got before we get out of here? Yep. Um, I feel like I got to say something. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Before we get out of here, thank you for that. Hold on. Before we get to that, rest in peace, Robert Guillaume. Rest in peace, Robert huh? Guillaume. Rest in peace, Robert Guillaume. 
passed away last week. Um, you may some people, if you're older, you may remember him from being the Butler Benson or um the teacher in Lean on Me. I'm trying to think. He was actually the voice. I just found this out. He was the voice of um Sebastian the Crab in Little Mermaid. Um, oh. yeah, it was him. Um, so if you're older, you might remember Robert Guillaume Benson. He was a world famous actor, one of our pioneers. He passed away at 89. How um, do you spell his name? Nope. G. Ohm. Yeah. Um, also, personal, a personal happy birthday to my grandmother. My grandmother's birthday is Wednesday. She'll be 95 years old. So I want to say happy birthday to my grandma. I love you. Uh, and take a moment to... Um, it broke this week on the internet. Uh, podcaster. One of the reasons why I started this podcast... Uh, when I when I made the decision to start the podcast, I did research on other podcasts and ran across the Combat Jack show. Um, he disclosed this week that he is suffering from colon cancer. It is stage four. Um, so we want to send out our prayers, best wishes, well wishes, our duas, everything. I hope he recovers speedily. He fights this. He beats cancer. Fuck cancer, of course. Cancer sucks. I think each one of us individually have had cancer affect us in our lives um so we all understand the seriousness and the gravity the gravity of the situation so he's only 48 yeah he's he's a young man and this once again goes and and listen i'm so guilty of this and i I gathered myself about this earlier um we gotta take better care for ourselves especially as a black man we should live the longest of all the people in the world and black women and black women of course Y'all the mothers of the universe hmm. Of course So I'm not No shade Love black women Of course I um, do too. But we have to <laughs> We have to take better care of, It's trying to be serious you know I'm fine I'm fine We have to take better care of ourselves Y'all So if you feel something wrong Go to the hospital Take care of yourself You could be saving your life Trust me um, Definitely um, Send your Prayers and well wishes To Combat Jack um, is, is, um, Twitter is The Combat Jack Show Um he has a hashtag combat cancer. Um, we just hope he gets better. He's definitely a pioneer in the podcasting and he's overall good. Dude. He used to be an entertainment lawyer. Um, he has a lot of hip hop history. If you ever listen to the combat Jack show, he breaks down a lot of things. It's a great show. It's more interview based, but it's still a great, great show. Check it out. Tell him Wade sent you. Yeah. He, um, he's been running, um, for seven years. Yeah. Loudspeaker network. Um, they host other podcasts, Charlemagne's podcast, um, premium Pete, a bunch of other podcasts. So it's a big, it's a big deal in the podcast world. So definitely check that yeah. out. Um, hashtag him, you know, combat cancer, sing your prayers to him. And we hope he, he recovers and goes back to doing what he does. Um, and I think that's a wrap for episode 53. Had a joy here. Yep. I, I still have sleep. <laughs> it's raining outside. Yeah, because it's taking you forever to go to the, you know. I'm part. getting to it. It's raining outside. I, I wish I had a, uh, you know, I can't say that. that y'all read that in the thing, right? No. I'm not gonna say. Okay. You wish I had an umbrella? No. We'll talk about it later. Anyway, uh, that's it. All right. So, as always. As always. You may not. Ahead. You may not agree with it. Come on, son. <laughs> what? Come as, on, man. As always. I got you. I got you. I got you. We're good. As always. I'm going out. Bye, man.
as always. As always. You may not agree with everything we say. Okay. Mm-hmm. You may agree with everything we say. Okay. Okay. But one thing you can agree with. What's that? that? We keep it uncut. 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 Until next week, we catch on the internet. Shit. Thanks for listening to the Words with Wade podcast. Make sure you follow us online using the hashtag Words with Wade. <laughs>